Today is September 30th, very close to October 1st. The Yankees win two games in Toronto. They do it for Bronxy. They gain one player. They lose a couple players. They're two games up with three to go. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. I got Jake sitting next to me and producer BBD in the corner. The Yankees win. The bookends up in Toronto. They're sitting in a pretty decent spot going into the last series of the season, but it's not locked up. It's exciting, but still nervous. Jake, how you doing? James, BBD, Zach's in the room. Everyone live in the chat, Bronxy! What is going on, everybody? Yankees win two out of three. They win a record episode. Homer drafts are fun. It's, uh, you know, we've been waiting for a lot of this kind of Yankee baseball all year. We're getting a good brand. It also does tie into, again, when I met Ernie Williams. Mm. Um, people forget that part of it. Never mind, Bronxy. Um, so yeah, man, it, it's it's really exciting. You know, uh, Jim, I was saying it a lot today. Today's game was huge for the emotions of this weekend. Yankees' magic number to make the playoffs is two. Um, so you know, win one and all the other teams lose one. Win two, you're home. Uh, there's a good chance they are hosting uh, the wild card game. And, you know, we don't need to give the whole Garrett Cole speech and why he's on this team. And I think what we will talk about, uh, some, you know, some of the depth of this bullpen and what, what that has done to this Yankees team. But, yeah, man, it's uh, it's very exciting. But it's also, I think, a lot of the logical fans like ourselves and everyone that listens to this are saying, you know, it's still going to build up for one game. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you, you know? <laughs> as soon as you get over the one hump of like exciting that they're sitting they have grid position right now, then the gut dropping wild card thoughts start coming. Like it's And and I will say this it's it's not locked up and they have Cole ready to go in game 162 if they need him on 3 days rest. If they lose the first two and the other teams uh, win it, it would be all tied up going into Sunday, and, and Cole is ready to pitch on short rest. Otherwise, he's going uh, on wildcard day on long rest, but that's the plan. It's Nestor, then Monty, and then you hope not Cole. Yeah, and, you know, the Yankees are two games up, so they got to win two against Tampa. Their games mean nothing to them in theory. Tampa has clinched the one seed, if you if you don't know that. So, I mean, they're still going to be tuning up their pitchers and play matchups. They're Tampa. I mean, and John Sterling said it best. I mean, you know, it's a non-contact sport. Like, the the pitcher will always try to get the hitter out. The hitter will always try to get a hit. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're not home yet, but with today's win, 
we get to breathe a lot easier and do a lot less math. Um, you win a couple games this weekend, it's it's all good. Um, if not, you know, we saw Boston lose again to the Orioles tonight. Um, Boston, Seattle, and Toronto all play bad teams, Baltimore, Washington, and LAA. Uh, but baseball will rear its head, so to have this one in the pocket. And they're playing good ball right now. Um, you know, today was a playoff game, and they beat Robbie Ray, who's going to win the AL Cy Young in Toronto. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's just tough because, like, the, the pinnacle of your excitement can only go so far because there's going to be a one-game playoff. But, man, I'll tell you what, if they get me past that one game... I'm I'm going to be feeling more excited than I probably thought I could for the past five months or so. We got to get there first. We got to get there. I first. need one more, you know, one more win. Yeah. I, I they're going to be in the wild card. I, you know, it would be tragic if they're not. Yeah. But I, but but you know I, I'm only saying this because well, as soon as I like fully say I have to prep myself for wild card emotions, I'm a. Shallow myself Right a Wild card well, One game wild card in baseball The emotions We talk about them a lot Zendino the great You're the best uh, There's kind of Nothing like them It's yeah. do or die And you know This team still does Some small things That are, are scary In one game And hey Garrett's start this series Wasn't great And with The depth in the bullpen now You know We'd normally say Go Garrett Go Garrett Go Garrett Does that change a little bit Because they've got A lot of options now So Hey Fun conversations. I wish we had a forum for him. <laughs> uh, oh, well, yeah, before we get into the recap here, I mean, it's the bigger conversation, so I'm going to do it quick anyway. Yes. Uh, I got some answers myself from this game and the way they're doing the pitching schedule into what I think they will do if it's Ooh, all of that. Uh, and I believe, if I'm reading their tea leaves right, okay. Cole wild card game, uh, Nestor game one, Monty game two of the DS, Cole game three, and then Kluber King. Oh, wow. You're really jumping ahead in the tea leaves. Four, if they need it. Yeah, I'm almost, I'm not ready to talk those tea leaves. No? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Okay. Let's let's get there. And then I'll I'll read all sorts of goddamn leaves. I'll host a Leaf podcast. We won't post it on this feed. I'll post it on Wake and Jake. By the time we get there, they'll they'll leaves. they'll announce it before we get there. By the time we get there, but if they get there, you never know. Funny business. Baby D, you interested at all? Definitely interested, and I guess a lot. What's up with JMO? Because they haven't like yeah, said he's done. Yeah, but also, like, why would you say it? Or yeah, the possibility. And are they going to give him the Sunday start? They haven't IL them, so there's some fun stuff yeah. there. Only if they're, they're clinched or they can't be out of it. So it's only it's clinched or call, call starts. Right. On Sunday? Yeah. If they have to win to get in. Yes. They yeah. can't be eliminated. They'd have to lose Sunday. the first two games. Yes. And, and everyone, everyone else, else would have to everything. win. So, yeah, that's. But they asked Cole, are you ready to pitch if that happens? And he said yes. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know the JMO plan. They haven't pitched Herman yet. Yeah. He didn't end up getting in yesterday, right? They war- they warmed him up. He warmed up. I wonder if they want to use. 
Yeah, man. I mean, we did we did the playoff roster episode. Go check that out. It's already changed a lot. Floyd yeah. is hurt. Gallo's hurt. Uh, Tyone is hurt. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's there's a lot of moving parts that are going to happen in the next three days that dictate one game and then hopefully a five-game set after that. Yeah. Tyone's interesting. All right. You want to get into this series? I think so. First burn is brought to you by Tops. NFTs. It's the tops. With the final week of the regular season upon us, here's your chance to collect the players and moments that made this season so unforgettable with the tops bunt MLB card trader app. Uh, you ask about like big moments from the S Yankee season. I think yes. all of them are going to come from the last nine days. Maybe Cole shutting down Houston. Houston. Some of the game-ending triple play. Triple play is cool. cool. Whatever that other big Cole start was, which I guess I can't remember all the circumstances of it, so maybe that isn't one. Yeah, so all those moments. Maybe they're on uh, these NFTs. Tops Bunt is the official digital trading card app of the MLB and MLBPA and releases new content every day featuring your favorite players, both past and present, as well as iconic moments like teams punching their tickets to the postseason and more. Why'd you make a face? So I downloaded Top Spunt 21 app. Yes. I'm in on it. I'm playing the game. I hadn't made a username yet. I'm, okay. You know, want to click around, get okay. in there. I tried to make my username Talking Jake. Taken. Taken. Yeah. I will find you and I'll kill you in your sleep. Try to make it John Boy. Enjoy the Tops app. Underscore, no underscore. No. The app is free to play, and collections from around the world come together to connect, collect, and play their collections in real-time scoring contests to win in-app prizes. Build the ultimate digital baseball collection, craft or trade in lesser-valued cards for more rare ones. Play the card wheel to win a prize with every spin and complete missions to unlock new content. Tops Bunt 21 will also be the premier destination for all the playoff action, releasing new collectible content with every twist and turn in the 2021 postseason. Download the Tops Bunt app now in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Bonds. Was John Boy taken? Patty Mac. Yes. Things have gone out of hand. Maybe they saved him for us. Maybe. Game one. Yankees. Toronto. Burn, Jackie Burn. Are you ready for playoff baseball as Ryu and the Bluebirds take on the power drunk Yankees as Jameson Tyone and the Pinstripes try to win their seventh in a row in the first Flobachet gets it going with the RBI single boo Aaron Judge homers to right God he's playing a good brand of baseball right now to tie it up at once get out of here you dick Dickerson with the RBI double it's two to one Tyone has to come out aggravates it don't like that at all but this Yankees bullpen We'll talk about them in a minute. In the fifth, H to the Rizzo, RBI single. Gio Urshela scores on that, and the judge sacrifices himself for the team with the sack fly to right to make it 3-2. to two. We jump to the seventh. Jim, there goes that man again. Giancarlo, let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. Four straight game. With a homer. It's a three-run jumbo dong off the ground to left. Six to two. Make it seven. 
You come running through my arms It's okay, don't be alarmed My safety blankie Gio Urshela Ella, Ella, A It's 7-2, Yanks They go Tyone to my king Mike King Clay Holmes, Chad Green Luis Severino And Wandy Peralta Shut them down the rest of the way Yankees take game one 7-2 final Nailed it. I was surprised they didn't use Domingo in the ninth inning there when they were up five runs and they went to Wandy instead. Yeah. And and um Never mind. And he was warming up with which game was he warming up with Severino? Was that this game? Um, yes. Yeah. I think him and Sevy were double dipping in the pen. Um, and then in top seven, Giancarlo hits that homer. Um, that was special. That was fun. Silly. Freakish. Not normal. Silly homer. Judge opens up the scoring with a solo homer. You're going to hear about that again. Mm. Uh, the news from this game is that J-Mo had to come out because he wasn't because uh, his re-aggravated his injury. So they had to pivot. They go to Kinger, gives him 42 good pitches. Uh, I think Bichette got him, and then Dickerson got him. So that was the one run. Uh, and then Holmes to Chad to Savvy when it was a four-run game. That's good. That's of note. But uh, the Holmes inning was like they didn't score, but that was bad. He had two walks, wasn't as sharp. It's yeah, man. It's, Wild pitches. It's funny reliving these games. I mean, Yankees only gave up three hits. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's pretty wild. Yeah, it didn't it didn't look like the sharp Clay Holmes uh, we have now gotten accustomed to as Yankees fans. Um, he's earned a little bit of a wiggle, but it's so funny. You know, we haven't had to have a lot of the postseason conversations, and you forget how fluid a bullpen is. Like, has Luis Severino jumped Clay Holmes in the bullpen? <laughs> Where's Laza? Like, you know, where Johnny Laza looked pretty gross on the way back. So it's uh, it's crazy to think about, um, you know, Clay Holmes, he gets jumped by Bo Bichette later in this series. Like, you know, if Clay Holmes... Gets touched up in a in a Tampa game that could be meaningless. Does that mean he gets jumped by three guys in the bullpen? It's it's kind of a good problem to have. Clay has earned a lot so much this year. Um, that yeah, man. I mean this uh this was big too. I mean Toronto they opened up their their stadium to more fans. There's more juice in the crowd. This series was their season fully on the line. Oh, can I say something that sure. like, I don't mean. I don't know. I think it's going to come off trolly, but I don't mean it. Okay. Didn't feel juiced up, the stadium. That's true. Like, we've played games in environments like Fenway. Uh, and I guess if you're an upset Blue Jays fan, like Yankee Stadium hasn't really felt juiced up a lot this year. Yeah. But I didn't feel energy from the crowd pouring through the TV. Yeah, I guess... I guess the only time it really did was kind of the end of game two. Um, but yeah, outside of that, it still it was like a limited capacity. They're to up be, to thirty k, which yeah. 
It's a lot of people. Enough that it can still get loud. Yeah. If it, you know, Toronto Toronto has a really good reputation for fans. I no, I I think that's a fair point. Is not shots fired. It never felt like raucous yeah. in there. Yeah, but because when Toronto gets juiced up, right, it's one of the top raucous stadiums, and there's beer being thrown, mm. and they cheer louder for pop ups than any other stadium. That's a shot. Mm. That was a little poke. They, little poke. they do though. It's like so loud. Um, they didn't have to pinch hit. They didn't pinch run anyone in this game. Offensively, it was clean. They said do a lot of dancing with the bullpen. So, that's game one for mm. Bronxy. For Bronxy. You ready to yeah. talk about game two? Bronxy's life on the line, like you said, was weird vibes going into this game because it was Ryu and Tyone's first starts back. So yeah. That was a little funky, but... Yeah, I think I'm ready for game two. All right, game two. Cole on the bump. Yankees trying to win the series. Burn, Jakey, burn. Toronto needs to win as Jose would throw all sorts of twigs and barrios at the Yanks. What? Meanwhile, Garrett gets to get the hot gun for a chance to win the Cy Young, but instead he was a little cold. A double play by the Jays from their middle, up the middle combo. Homers from Simeon and Bichette. It's 4-0 after three. Bedtime Barrios was lights out as he was perfect through four, but the Gardner did it with the wood in the fifth, and Geodude rocks an RBI single. Great fortitude by the Yankees to make it four to two, but terrible fortitude as another pop-up drops between Geo and Gallo. It's five-two birds, but a judge-mandated sacrifice fly. Thank you, sir. And Higgy, 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 can't you see your two RBI single just hypnotize me? It's a tied ball game at fives. Oh, no, Bichette. Bo does it again, his second of the game. God. Off of Clay Holmes, the second extra base hit Clay Holmes has given up this year. One to Alejandro Kirk, one to Bo Bichette. Jays and Romano. Hmm. They hold on to win 6-5. Oh. Debra. I don't really have a Ray Romano. It's, his voice is super nasally, right? Nasally and just stutters a lot. Stammers. Like, talks so slow. Slow, yeah. Slow, slow down your talking. Say the first word of the sentence a couple times. Springer. I think he I says know. it like Springer, Springer, Springer is out there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We'll work on that. We'll work on it, okay? Let me get a Ray Romano clip up and see what I can do. Let me get one listen to it. Okay. He's going to get one I listen. Get one listen. We're going to figure it out. Google Ray Romano talking about the Yankees. Everybody and see if he loves ever has a clip. Raymond Yankees. Yes, everybody loves Raymond Yankees. Okay. Um, uh, this see. game kind of stunk because it scared me because Cole's supposed to be, you know, the the best and right. pitch in the uh, pitch in the wild card game. He might be pitching against the Blue Jays, and uh, he's now faced him a couple times. They're all kind of weird, but you and I had similar vibes. I don't know if Cole's getting an award, and we're going to talk about it then, or you want to talk about it now. Um, but we had a little conversation this afternoon. And I think we had very similar thought process on 
what was going on with Cole. I think we can reveal it. I mean, I, I don't think we're Yankees whispers at all. No, um, I just don't know if you want to talk about now or warts. We're definitely going to say it. I think now. I mean, Cole. He pitched weird. Like, does he get? I don't know if he's up for an MF. Or I think the conversation can happen now. Man. Deb- didn't throw any of his knuckle curves. I haven't looked at a younger Deborah Messing in a while. Holy smokes. Yeah, his knuckle curve, which when it's, it's right is normally kind of his best strikeout pitch. I guess that or the slider on a given day. Yeah, he throws a curve like 15%. But the slider just wasn't there all day. He was yanking it, like, almost to a frustrating degree that it was just in the left-handed hitter's batter box to all righties. And then he threw a couple good knucky curves that it almost seemed like he didn't want the cat to be out of the bag if he saw Toronto again in five days. Yeah, I... I I was weirded out by, I was like, why is he still throwing so many fastballs? So many fastballs, and they're such a good fastball hitting team. I mean, when uh, Bichette, and then when Bichette hit his home run, complete change in Cole, the next two batters. He was like, fuck it. Right. I'm throwing sliders and curves and change-ups. And he attacked the zone with him and, like, breezed through the rest of the game besides the Gallo drop. Yeah, I mean, it almost... Yeah, it felt like, you know, we talked about that Mike King quote the other day. It was like, okay, Cole, do do as much as you can against this team without using your knuckle curve. And then he almost snapped a little bit and then went for it. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's where I, I had a weird feeling in my mouth at the end of this one because I guess my feeling was they were on a seven-game win streak, and that's got to end at some point. Cole gets hit around, so you hate that. And then you have the miss pop-up, which is kind of, their thing. not kind of, just unacceptable. It's also their thing now. And it's their signature now. That, like, I walked away with almost uh, a loss had to come at some point, and they didn't deserve to win. So I kind of landed mentally in an okay place. That being said, when I realized how important today's game was when I was doing some turkey math with the wild card, I was like, oh, shit, would have been really nice to have that. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, I'm still can't get mad at Clay Holmes. Bichette's awesome. Um, I mean, he's kind of the new short, all Yankee killer shortstop. I yeah. think he's got a good candidate candidacy for that. I um, did a lot of counting. Okay. All pitches up until the Bichette homer, fifty-one percent fastball, twenty-six slider, nineteen change. After that, 37 slider, 35 fastball, 23 change. So slider became the number one pitch, and he upped the fastballs, and he just never threw the curveball. But similar thought process in game two and game three, Booney needs to be quicker to pull Kluber, and Cole needs to be quicker to just change and his pitch mix. It's like, you know, Bichette's homer shouldn't have triggered that. It should have happened a little bit earlier. It seemed like he was... He was saving something. I, I think we would have seen Cole switch over earlier. Um, and, hey, uh, the other reason that this didn't hurt, Barrios was gross. Through four. Barrios was gross through four. It looked like he was throwing a blitz ball. Um, and then, like, I was almost proud of the Yankees. Like, they put together, like, a playoff rally to score off of him uh, with their Shella and guard dog. 
And then they have the the drop, which sucks, but they fought back from that. So it was like, okay, you know, this series that meant so much to Toronto, their starting pitcher looked gross. Our ace got rocked. And the Yankees fought back like twice to get back into this game. So there was a weird mix of there's kind of some good stuff there. They didn't deserve to win, and this is what happened. Um, so, yeah. And then the end of the game gets funky because Gallo gets hit by a pitch, and he gets yanked before his final at-bat. So there was a lot of talk about that. We saw Luke Voigt again, and might be the last time we see Luke Voigt. That was weird, and he got hurt. Yeah. yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. Then, you the know, Gallo drops bad. The the final at bat ends with you know Romano who's been. Oh, Did you figure it out yet? Um, no, I mean I found a clip where he's talking. There's no him talking about the Yankees. Let's see. Oh my god, it's so quiet. What are we doing here? This is so quiet. Why is this clip so quiet? Oh, that's his dad talking. Sit down and just talk to talk to people. You know, don't be afraid to eat eggs in front of everybody. I don't know. You it's know, pretty it'd be, normal. It'd be great to eat eggs in front of. Yeah, it's more normal. But yet, when everyone does a Ray Romano impression, you know. Okay, we got that out. Yeah, the void stuff sucks. I guess we kind of didn't do that in house grounds crew housekeeping maintenance. It sucks because they they just put him on the bench and uh, it sucks because they made him useless and yeah. he's a good hitter and now like you know there's part of me that's like Velasquez is ha- more weapony off the bench than Cole if that's who they used if they for, then Voit if that's who they use in the postseason like it sucks because Voit's been such a good hitter and is a good hitter when he gets regular starts and I'm. I feel like rude being like, well, Velasquez is like offers more off the bench anyway. Because <laughs> like for how they're going to use him, it's like Adovino last year. Like if yeah. you're going to use him that way, you're basically wasting him. Yes, it's a good comparison. Yeah. So thanks, thanks Deborah. Oh. You're almost there. It's nothing. I am running into a theory that the the curveball hurts his hamstring. Whoa, hamstring theory. Because you might you sometimes with a curveball you land on your leg a little more you you really lean on it so your arm can yank. I'm trying to find stats before and after the hamstring. So before the hamstring it was 16.6 percent, uh, and after the hamstring it's 16.2 percent. So oh. my theory is Holds. not valid. Holds. Not a valid theory. It holds no water. I'm interested. If he faces Toronto again, I'm very interested to see how he goes about it. But that's game two. They did come back, and that was nice. That's the thing, man. Like, when you you put it all in the blender, it was like, all right. This game meant so much to Toronto. If Toronto lost this game, their season was over. Barrios looked gross. We fought back. Cole looked bad. We did our drop a drop a pop up play like yeah everything made sense by the end. I think I gave Gallo MF for last time, so I can't do it again. But like, dude, yeah, you know what I did? That super WFAN hot takey, Ooh. and I forget the results because I was in a 
tired, weird state on uh, that day. I went and saw if Gal has ever played meaningful games down the stretch. Yeah. It's tough because he got hot for a stretch. And then he got hurt again, right? And it's, you know, A, I'm assuming from his stat line, this dude has to be a streaky player. Oh, has and to like be. That's we, the, his whole style. We did this when we were learning Stanton a little bit, which, again, very different ball players. But I'm assuming Joey Gallo's pretty streaky. When home runs come, they come in bunches. And when you do it with the walks, it becomes a crazy OPS. Yeah, but I'm not talking about offense. The defense. The defense has been incredibly just shaky. Like he's just playing a nervous outfielder when I think he had quotes earlier about how they were going to play an aggressive outfield. They're just going to go get it and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, dude, like that's not what you're doing. Yeah, I mean. And then he hasn't played any meaningful games. The the ball in Fenway, I mean, A, you've got drops surrounding that, so kind of weird baseball voodoo. And he ended up in center field, so it's almost like, was that too aggressive by him? And then Geo, I mean, hey, those those plays are supposed to be easy for major leaguers. Geo kind of has a habit of doing the drift to catch. Like, Gio, when he drifts back on a ball, he does it like he's got it lined up the whole way instead of kind of running to a spot, lining it up, I got it. So I think Joey's thrown off by that. That being said, none of that's an excuse, and where that ball lands, it's Joey Gallo's the outfielder. You have to scream, that's your ball, you got to want that. So um, Yeah. The only, like, 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 yeah, I mean, Gio hasn't played a ton of shortstop. But in that case, that just means Gallo has to know even earlier, if I think I got it, I'm calling you off. Yeah, so that's yeah. Almost, we just let's just like against not have them drop any more balls. I'm with that, and the, I think and that like should be something we work on in Tampa or against Tampa. I'm with that. No, let's drop catch them, catch the catchable ones. Ball doesn't touch the ground. We saw Vladdy drop a ball too. Yeah, it's just drop season. I think it's just drop season, man. There's been just weird Yankee pop up stuff. Them and their opponents last couple series. Yankee pop ups. Peel of Gallo is supposed to be the good defense, so please do good. Please do good. Burn number three. I can do burn number three. I can talk about it. Burn. 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 The pitching matchup sounds like a nerdy kid talking about their loser game they play. Kluber Ray. Former Cy Young winner Corey Kluber versus future Cy Young winner Robbie Ray in a rubber match in the Great North. Top one. Here comes the judge, little homer. He's all right. Solo job to center. It's one nothing Yanks. Klubes gets dicked around by Corey on a double to tie it up. And then bottom five, isn't he glovely? Oh, boy, Gio. And then Booney giving Vladito a third look at Kluber. And he goes full Humpty Dumpty as he hits one off the top of the wall. Simeon scores on the double. 2-1 Jays, but top six. Hey, Robbie Ray, why don't you play some Skinner? Why don't you give me three jacks? Give me three jacks, Robbie. Give me three jacks out the park. Rizzo, Judge, and Glaber, oh my. Just like that, it's 5-2 Yanks. The bullpen made the Blue Jays' offense look like the New York Jets as there was no scoring to be had while the Yankees would sing us a song. You're the piano man. 
Uncle Brett puts the icing on the cake. Kluber to King to Sevy to Chad to Chappie. Yanks win 6-2 and take two out of three from the birds. I think it was better the second time. Crushed it. The crowd, man. There's something about the crowd when you're creating that it just brings something different through you, out of you. What is it? Sperm. Oh. All right. Good game three. Good game three. Managing decisions, coaching decisions that we need to discuss. Uh, obviously, there's the Kluber leaving him in to face Vladdy for the third time. I think. Yeah. I think. Um, I know a lot of people listen to the show that uh, don't watch the games or aren't on Twitter, but a lot of people also are. And there's this thing you get when you're live tweeting the games where you're like, okay. I disagree with this move, but do I disagree with it so much that I'm going to rush to get my takeoff mm. before the fact? Because if you don't tweet before the fact that you don't like the move, you can't complain about it after the fact right. because you need the evidence. that, like, See, I, I'm not second-guessing. Right. I said it beforehand. And the amount of people that rush to Twitter, including myself, to be like, uh, Kluber versus Vladdy for the third time, strap in. Uh, this isn't good. Why would you do this? The amount of people that did that because they were so confident that they wanted to get ahead of it yeah, was a lot. My twi- my feed was like, it was all just like five words. Like, can't let him hit face two three times because everyone was like, you can't do this. It's it's Vladdy. I mean, if Shohei Otani, a freak of all freaks, kind of the story of this MLB season when the book gets written, didn't exist, he'd be the MVP in this day and age where pitchers don't face Batters three times, never mind Kluber, who was solid today, versus Vladdy, who, again, would win the MVP in a normal year. And, yeah, I mean, you also have to go baseball gods there. I mean, if if Geo snags that liner or they turn the double play, you're already home free. Instead, you're giving the best hitter in, ga- in the game another at-bat on the third time through. So, that's tough. That's tough. And, hey... Man, kudos to the Yankees for making that story go away because we would have been sitting here brooding. They only had one hit up until that point. It was the Judge Homer, and they bounce back the next inning, and they have a three-home run inning. Um, kind of special. Um, you know, I had a Jakey, Jakey Life situation where I was picking up a rental car at LaGuardia at 8.30 p.m. on a Thursday night Because that's normal Haven't flown um, And yeah, I was listening to that that inning in the car So I asked, like, do I have to stay? But it was Rizzo 3-0 again And I was like, okay Because so, Robbie Ray had just been through 13 straight mm. 13 straight Yankees Before that was a Gary Walk And he was 3-0 to Rizzo again And Rizzo was 3-0 earlier he put a great swing on it. He put his A swing on it. He just missed it. So he takes the 3-1, fastball looking, and then he hits a homer. And, dude, I was – it's so funny, and it's part of the reason we love baseball so much is that the conversations you're having with yourself because, you know, Robbie Ray was cruising so hard at this point that I wasn't mad at the 3-0 swing before. And then I wasn't mad at it again because I was like, well, you know – his 3-0 swing, we've only got one hit. That was probably our second best swing of the game. 
And then I was mad again because I was like, well, at least he could have got Robbie Ray's pitch count up because Robbie went into that inning with like 70 pitches or something, 75 pitches. Yeah, my ask. So this was the first inning that I uh, shouted out an ask. I was mm. in the kitchen. I said, how yes. many pitches is Robbie Ray at? And, right. and they said 79 or 77. And I said, well, let's make this his last inning then. Yeah. Let's ask for it. You got to ask to receive in this yes. world. So that's the only, right, BBD? You were there. It's the only time I asked for anything, and then it happened. Just You asked it just like that, too. Yeah, it was pretty much word for word. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, you, I mean, kudos to me for getting us through that. Kudos to you. I just wish I would have asked for more stuff earlier and things like that. Yeah. You forget sometimes. You don't want to be life. Um, What other decisions? I was surprised they went to King. He threw 42 in game one, so two days rest. And they go back to him. But I think they feel the same way I do. I said in the pregame show that King's like my blanket right now. He's my, should have been an award, but whatever. Mm. And they go to him. We see Savvy again. Strikeout Vladdy. Uh, Interesting usage of Savvy. I think that's a good conversation to have later. Um, Good game. Judge is amazing. I know Stan hits the wild home runs. Uh, but Judge has been doing the same thing. Judge is all, I mean, that was a tone setter. That was first inning. That was my my, my premonition in the pregame show. Because um, I thought the Yankees were going to take this game seriously because I thought this was a huge game for them. And Judge, I mean, if that doesn't happen, they would have been no hit through the first four again. Um, so, yeah, um, huge, judgy, um, and man, what an inning! Uh, and yeah, up until a certain point, until what the eighth inning, all of their hits were home runs, or even into the ninth. Yeah, when Guard Dog hit his, Geo had the infield single, and I was like, "Come on, dude!" Um, and yeah, man, it's Homer Robusta. That bullpen, King, Sevy, Chad, Chappie, look out! Judge with ten homers in September, and I don't. I, I don't think it's awards or anything, and I, I think it's the, the conversation that you and me have been most uh, rams on the mountain a bit. What what did you think about Kluber today? Bad again. He allowed eight okay. on every single inning, had a runner on. He can't get through the fifth inning, and he gets hit kind of hard. Like, not a playoff quality start, in my opinion. Okay. That's tough. That's tough. He had, like, eight runners on in four and two-thirds. Like every inning, he was he was throwing pressure pitches. Yeah, I mean, Geo catches that ball, and he's five innings, six hit. It's Monty doing run. these things. You're like talking. I was trash. gonna say the opposite to you. <laughs> if this was Monty start, you'd say this was a five inning, one earned run Monty start. But he didn't even get out of the fifth. But he would have if Geo snags a ball that's in his glove that Michael K says you catch that ball. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a hot shot. I don't think that was like a crazy. It would have been a good catch. It would have been but, a good catch. But like, it also was fully in his glove. Yeah, yeah. But it was like a leaping, like, I mean, I think the I think the expected batting average was 850, and it was like uh, 100 miles per hour or something. Like okay. That. But, yeah. Um. Anything else on this game, pitching-wise? Oh, we're getting some robot audio. It's everyone, though. 
All right. Better now, says Julian. Better now. Seems gone now. Fixed. Sure. Um, okay, want to get into awards? I think so. Let's do it. Awards today are brought to you by Canada Dips, our good friends from Humboldt. Dips, CBD, spitless, nicotine-free, mm. tobacco-free. Enjoy the pouches without the grime, the badness. Mm. It's just good. It's CBD. They've mastered a discreet and fast-acting way to consume CBD and provide it in a format that can help you evolve your dip. Whether you want to toss in some Canada dips when you are gearing up for a big game and needing to up your focus, or you just want to look like DJ LeMay, you're around the office and proudly get to tell your coworkers, it's Canada dips, man. Step it up. You can do it. Canada dips CBD pouches are a versatile and effective product that still allows you to live on the edge and enjoy filling your lower lip. Cannabis CBD is offering our listeners a great offer. They are so confident you will love the dips and want to offer you 20% off site-wide to help power you and the Yankees into the playoffs. The Red Sox aren't on the pouches, so let's use our competitive advantage. Head to Canada CBD and use promo code Yankees for 20% off site-wide. These Canada CBD pouches are all natural, spitless, and are great to use whenever and wherever. Mm. No more hiding your tin. Go to CanadaDipCBD.com, discount code Yankees. The first award we give out here mm. on Talking Yanks is, well, silent. I- Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Pride of the Yankees. Um, mm. Who's up first, me? I believe so. It's October, dude. It's best month of the year. Just mm. changed. 12, 12 midnight. How about it? That's awesome. Uh, I mean, if I have to go with the human, which I do feel obliged to do, I'm going to go Aaron Judge. That's a good pick. Uh, Nine-finger judge. Just dominated. Four hits. Three homers. <sighs> Big ones, fun ones, easy ones. Nine-finger judge, man. He's the pride of the Yankees. He's so good. Someone tweeted me. He was like, Stan making a running for MVP? And I was like, I love Stan. He's not MVP of the team. Yeah, I th- Kaster said that on a broadcast the other day that, like, Stanton was making a Yankees MVP push, and I was like, eee, no. It's Judge. They're nice. The home runs are nice. <laughs> but uh, you wouldn't let one of them play in the field for three quarters of the season. <laughs> yeah, but it's Judge. It's, it's judge. because Judge is a top four player in MLB right now. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Easy pride. Do you have a pride lined up? That's a good one. Um, I got a little choked up, but I think I'm going to save it for a later award. And I'll give out a pride of the Yankees. Okay. Um, My pride of the Yankees... Let's see. There's a couple guys here between a few guys. Mm. 
Speaking of my pride, Judge had a pretty funny quote. Judge was asked what gives the Yankees confidence they'd still be able to make the playoffs even when things were the worst. And he said, we're the New York Yankees. You can't for you can't ever forget that. <laughs> ever. It's oh, good stuff, man. You know what, man? Yeah. I'm trying to rethink this. I'm trying to actually no. Now I'm really between two guys. Okay. I am going to give it two. How about Glaber, man? Screw it. I was tough on him. Um, he had the second best hitting series to Nine Finger Judge, who is the best player in baseball. Mm-hmm. Never mind that top four stuff. You get rid of that pinky. Um, Glaber goes five for twelve. He hits kind of the the runaway home run today. If that doesn't happen, we would have been uh, tight butthole. Uh, was there? Anything at second base today that he actually got more involved on the pop-ups after Rizzo missed the one in foul play, but nothing, like, glaring. And that's kind of the... That used to be our whole speech about Glaber. We don't want to notice you. Mm. The less we notice you, the better, uh, especially on defense. And, man, we, we talked about it a lot. We watched the replay. Joe's clip is hilarious. If you guys aren't watching and following Joe's, you're you're missing out. Um, you know, Glaber Torres hit a home run today that we haven't seen Glaber Torres' home runs look like that in, you know, a calendar year. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I was super tough on him. I, I said, like, give me defense at short, figure it out. They move Geo over. They give DJ or they give Glaber second. He's been hitting well. Go Glaber, go. Guess what Glaber's second half uh, OPS is? Uh, 47 games. Not including today where he homered, right? Or yeah, but I can, I, turkey I can guess that it's maybe like one dot higher after a one for four with a homer. 860. Whole second half. Oh. No, it's like it's eight oh one plus today probably gets to oh, eight oh five okay. or something like that. Yeah, people have been going like really hot on Glaber second half, which that's why my guess went up there. And it's like it's been solid. Well, eight hundred's pretty good. I mean, if you right, especially in this year, but less than ten guys do nine hundred on the season. Yeah, but still, it's I mean, it's a a two ninety seven batting average, a three fifty on base, and a four. It's a good slugging. hitter. It's a good hitter. Yeah, it's a great slash line. So that's going to be funny to look back on. Maybe like, oh, he hit all second half. <laughs> yeah, that's get ready for PPPs. And maybe playoffs, Glaber? Playoffs, Glaber's a beast. Like that. I'm glad he got your pride. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, he heard a lot of shit. We've heard different things about the move to second base. Him excited, not excited, whatever. Um, good for him. That's my computer. ESPN with a late mm. video. Aha. Aha. Okay, well, that leaves us to the next step of the show. You Yankee motherfucker. And this is a tough one. Yeah. 
Hmm. Mm. Huh? This is a real tough one. Because mm. uh, I said I wasn't going to give it to Gallo again because I gave it to him last week. Um. So he's out for me. Right. Which I have no idea what to do now. Mm. Um, dude, can I go both catchers? I can allow that. Because they, you know, they each had seven at-bats. So neither played a full series. Not a lot of hitting. And a lot of sloppy play. Yeah. Both of them. Like, Higgy just had a ball. Like, it kind of, you know, every every play's crucial. You get to the postseason, and Higgy had a ball today that just, like, kind of he blocked it but didn't block it, but it was in his feet, but then just didn't, like, get it in time, and the guy just went to second. It's like, guys, we can't, can't do that. I also thought Higgy in this game tonight had a lot of hittable pitches that he mm. didn't connect with. They were just lobbing him curveballs. And it felt like he was sitting on them and still not hitting them. Yes. Like he had, yeah. Uh, and so. then uh, Gary had, you know, a hit and two walks. So, like, his numbers are decent. Or his on-base percentage is decent. But Yeah, I guess the thing is, and, you know, we, we love Higgy. We love Higgy. Um, awesome dude. His throws recently have been like non-competitive. Um, and yeah, I mean it's just again we've we've talked Gary and Higgy and everything else ad nauseum for the past couple years. Um, you know the pitch framing and Higgy. We've talked about all that stuff, but yeah, his throws, man, like. Corey Dickerson stole on us, and it might have been his first steal of the year. I I heard that from the back row, but I don't know if that's true or not. Um, no, it's not. Uh, it's his fourth with the Jays. Um, what's his ratio on the year? He's got five steals and five caught stealings. <laughs> so, not great. Uh, you know, 32-year-old Corey Dickerson, never been known. 29 steals and 24 caught lifetime. So, like, not a speed guy. And he stole one on on Higster today. And, uh, yeah, you just, you know, again, that one-game playoff stuff we talked about before, you know, all of A-Rod's weird speeches about speed and defense and playoffs that are partially true but ignoring the fact that home runs change games. Watch out for that. Um, so, I don't know. That's That's why I was no hesitation on... Permission granted for the catchers. All right. Do you have someone? I'll do Cole. Band-Aid. We okay. talked all about it. But okay. It's a bad start before his next start is pitching for our season, probably. He stood up, though, for uh, stood up for Higgy when the low strike got called. Fantastic on the bench today. Best bench effort of the season? By Cole? By anyone. No, I mean... Odor's winning top five of those. Um, 
I guess they're different categories because Cole's like into the game and cares, not Rugie running out of the bathroom to celebrate the home run. It depends. You know? Different genres. Different genres. Different genres. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Cole's winning best actor in a drama and best in a comedy series. Odor's getting best comedy series. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Okay. It's good. Okay. Regular old awards brought to you by DraftKings. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I did not uh, do the bet that I always do this morning on DraftKings because I have been chasing Alexander Wells down. (laughs) I have been chasing him down. He's on my list. He's the pitcher for the uh, Baltimore Orioles. He's from Australia, and he's a twin. And he's not having a good rookie year. Uh, you know, he's he's early, he's young, it's his debut. But uh, his pitching, the uh, Orioles have lost eight of his ten starts. Mm. Um, oh, sorry, hold on. They have lost one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. They've lost seven of his eight starts. And he's given up a home run in like almost every start that he loses. Yeah. So I've been doing our DraftKings bet. Yeah. This pitcher will give up a home run and his team will lose. Yeah. And I've won two or three times betting this on Alexander Wells. Yeah. And if I saw that he was pitching against the Red Sox this morning, I would have taken it and said yeah. the Red Sox will hit a home run off him and the Red Sox will win. And I would have lost. And, you know, that's I'm lucky that I didn't wake up and remember to place my bets on DraftKings and use promo code JOHNBOY when I signed up for it because the Red Sox lost yeah. to Alexander Wells. He shut them down. Yeah. Did he even give up a home run? Um, their one run, I don't know. Let's see, box score. Yeah, Kike got one in the first inning. Yeah. So I would have thought I was on the path to glory. So shout out to Wells. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, DraftKings has been great because I've been doing a lot of those bets. You can do those as well. Right now you can bet $1 on an NFL game, and they will give you $150 uh, to bet with right away. Jake and I have been doing that. Jake's up to like $600 whatever dollars just turning in on these bets. I I forget most more days than I remember, and I live in New Jersey. Um, Yeah. But you guys can do this as well. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code JOHNBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana at 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Hmm. Regular old awards. Uh, Dagger Award. Dagger Award. Yeah. Okay. The Dagger Award. Um... Are you going Rizzo? Something no. like that? No. no, 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 no. Oh, like a bad guy. 
Oh. I had no lean. Severino. That was my other guess. So you had another lean. I did. You had another lean. I was Rizzo or Severino, but I no reasoning for both. But I just thought you well, I don't know why. I would. Because we thought Savvy was going to be a little bit of a switchblade or a Swiss Army knife, should I say, for us. They first two times they used them, 35 pitches, 35 pitches, multiple innings. You were saying just start them and have Nestor pitch behind them, guarantee him starts. Um, you know, bolt guy, three innings after. His last two appearances, both in this outing or was one in Boston, but 15 pitches, one inning, high leverage. Yeah. Part of the pack back there. He's not a switchblade. He's just a dagger. He's just a one-inning short guy. And I wonder if that's how they're – seems like that's how they're using him. And if you have Kinger, he can be that other guy. Wandy can go deep. They're not going to use Wandy deep, but uh, I kind of like it, dude. Like you mentioned at the top of the show – is Sevy, did he jump Holmes? Like, where is he in yeah. this pecking order? Luizaga came back. Like, bullpen's the best we've ever had it, and this was not the Yankees' plan at all for what it should be. Right. But it's great. And, uh, yeah, so Sevy's like a nice dagger in that pen. Yeah, I'm interested to see. So his first two appearance were multiple innings, two innings, um, including that Boston one that was like, whoa. Um, you know, his first game is Texas, big lead, stadium, good times. Boston, he's in the teeth of it. Two innings, four strikeouts, no hits, one walk. And then, yeah, Toronto. I mean, one inning, one K. And then tonight, uh, he comes back out, one inning, one K. His stats, this was mentioned in the office, are starting to look really good. He's only given up two hits in six innings and one walk. Um, He's got more than a strikeout per inning. I guess where I'll be interested... um, you know, the Yankees probably still don't want to use them on back-to-backs. Um, I wonder, and I think it's going to depend how, you know, game one against Tampa goes, but do you pitch him maybe Saturday, like two innings, 35, 40 pitches, just to keep them stretched out? Like, I don't... I don't want to necessarily lose the option of Seve being a one-inning guy. Like, I like what you're saying about the dagger, Seve. Like, one-inning, go get it. But let's say this Yankee season does go on and you have hopes and aspirations of more. A two-inning Severino changes things even more. Because we've talked about bullpen getting worn out and all that stuff. If that op- if that door's open, I'd still like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, if uh, you can... You can do that not in games. You can use him for one inning of however many pitches it takes him and then just have him finish it in the bullpen. They do that at the end of the year. So, like, I I would agree that even if it's not in the game, I would have him throw around 30 to 40, in between 30, 30 30-something pitches in that session. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if the games matter and count and you're like, we can't trust second second inning – Savvy here in high leverage because we need to get outs. We'd rather go to Loisaga and and Holmes and check because we need to get those guys in as well. Yeah, just has Savvy finish it in, in the bullpen to keep them stretched out. That's a way they can do that without using second. Yeah, I guess it's just where my head's spinning is. You know, you have three versus Tampa. You're not going to want to pitch them thirty five pitches Sunday. 
because you'd be playing Tuesday. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I'm, they haven't used them back-to-back yet. Maybe they will tomorrow, and that's that's that test for them to pass to see if he has that. Um, but, yeah, I'm interested to see. But, man, he's uh, he's been good, and the fastball is back up, which that's really nice. Mm-hmm. That's a really nice. Him and him and King are just game changers. Mm. So the dagger award, I didn't see it coming. Did not see it coming. It's a good award. What's your first award? Um, I'm giving out the not so helpless turtle award. The not so helpless turtle award, I believe. I'm going to guess that this is going to Gio Urshela. Bingo. Got to make the layups. Um, you know, a lot's been talked about the shortstop position this year. Um, we saw Gio make probably the best play that we've had at shortstop this year. Uh, Paul O'Neill, and, you know, Paulie's on delay and he's Paulie. He's like, I, I just, I thought Gio was just going to smother that ball. But what he does, he rolls onto his back. Normally a helpless position for a turtle. I've been looking at a lot of turtle gifts, and I saw a turtle on their back, and I got so sad. So sad. Um, Geo's throw on that play. My goodness. Sure, getting to the ball is cool. If you're at home later, why don't you lay on your back and try to throw at a target across the room? If you're just doing something, you know. Well, I mean, that's living. Um, It's not easy. Um, And we've talked a lot how the throw from shortstop is what makes that position so tough. It's a cute turtle gif. Um, She was a beauty. Go, Geo. Go, Geo. Go. Also popped a homer. After replay, he said he got hit by the pitch. Yeah. I said, fun. no, you didn't get hit by it. It just hit your bat. And he says, okay, fine. I'll hit a home run. Now what? Now what do you wish happened earlier? Yeah. Learn your lesson next time, the Blue Jays. Geo Urshel. Yeah. Turtle Shell. He was a dreamer. Going to watch that speech later. Geo is a dreamer. What's your final award? I mean, I just don't there's a lot of things I want to say that I just it's just kind of repetitive, you okay. know. It's just kind of how often how many times can I continue to say these things over and over and over again? Can I tell you something? Crimson and Clover over and over. Yeah. If you've got an award that connects to multiple guys and you want to let that out? Yeah. More than fine with it. Oh, cuz I think my award's probably a little off your board today. My final award. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going Chad. Uh, oh, shit. That's not the name of it, though. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, if everyone can strike that from the record. It's been strict. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to give out the... Um, mm-hmm. 
the uh, It's October Now Award. It's October Now Award. Can yeah. I guess? You can give it a guess. I don't I don't I hope I didn't trick you. <laughs> and a boy. <laughs> I would guess Chad at this point. You who? I would guess Chad. Curtis? No. <laughs> we don't we don't talk about that. We don't talk about it that. It goes to Chad Green. Aha. Yeah. Um it's October now, you know, spooky season. Thought you said play something spooky. Mm. Chad's seen a ghost. That's why his face is always that way. Yeah. Uh, that's all he can think about. He used to be so smiley. He was just like BBD. Just smiley and giggly. Yes. His laugh was infectious. But once he saw that ghost. He saw a ghost and uh, things went dark. Yeah. And he's geared up now for spooky season. Obviously, he had a <laughs> had a pretty rough stretch. Sure is. But they uh they they found him some off days. Uh, they gave him four days consecutively off. Since those four days, he's uh, uh made six appearances, seven point one innings pitched, zero earned runs. Yeah. His fastball looked sharper. He threw some on the corners today that were, like, dotted. So, you know, I'd I'd pitch Chad tomorrow or Saturday, one or the other, like one more appearance. Right. And then he needs Sunday uh, and Monday off. So he goes into the wild card game at minimum two days rest. Mm. I I hope they have a plan like that. I mean, yeah, that ties into the savvy combo a little bit. So, he's looked good. Clay Holmes has been pitched a lot this year. Everyone has. Chad Luizga, Chad never went down. Like Luizga's injury is like a little saving grace for him. Yeah, he comes back healthy. Chad's had a private moment with Bronxy too, and and uh, yeah. I understand how you feel. Mm-hmm. Ah, I hope I'm a turtle one day. I hope I, too, am a turtle one day. Dude, this video, it keeps coming to the top of my Twitter feed yeah. of your bet of the day. What did Maddie Mass put in your nose? Don't worry about that. Okay. Winners? Money? Chad wins the October award. It's time to get spooky. It's time to get spooky. Did you put up your decorations? No. Okay. I haven't had much downtime. Don't see much coming up. Yeah. Chad's 66 game today. Dude. Holmes got used when he was in Pittsburgh. I think he's got 67 games. So, yeah, I hope uh, winning game one against Tampa might be really big to, like, reset everything throughout the final two days. Um, Chad's fastball looks back. Giddy up. Yeah. Giddy up. He gave up that double, and that kind of game. Oh, but that was Bo. And, yeah, it was a little spooky, too. But Bo didn't count this weekend. 
Yeah, he was good. He was good. Um, that's a good award. Thanks. There was a baseball player named Chad Holmes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a reliever. Relief pitcher, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 1966. Uh, Jim, I almost gave this as my pride, um, but I didn't think... I don't want people to think it was getting a little too distracting from what the episode should be. Oh, are you going Bronxy? It's not Bronxy. Um, it's someone I keep in a similar ilk as Bronxy. Oh, okay. Um, kept this a secret in the office today for really no reason. Oh, okay. Um, the award is the Congratulations Award. Ooh. You can guess. I guess we guess the awards. Congratulations to you, you? Not me. Um, That'd be pretty cool. BBD? If I teed that up for myself. No, he does look great, though. It's a tight cut. Um, Hoodie Glaber? Never. Um, I don't know, then. Your sister? James. As of yesterday... Now, at 4 p.m., my mother is retired. Oh, yay. So, shout out to my mom. She is the best to ever do it. Um, so, she's got full eyes on this postseason. We heard some of her scouting report from earlier on the mom's episode. Uh so shout out to my mama. Put in her time. Now she's gonna drink some beers. Uh yeah, she's been on a tequila thing of late. She's like me. She's not, you know, not tied not down. Too, not too picky on a drink necessarily. But uh yeah, it was a big, big couple days. It was my sister's anniversary, dad's birthday, uh mom's birthday coming up, mine's coming up, but mama bear. Congratulations. I love you so much. Um, go, Mom. Go, Lynn DeBin. You're right. I didn't have that on my board. I didn't think you did. Didn't think you did. I did. Anything else that we missed? We got Nestor and Monty going against the Jays. We're facing Rays. Rays. We're facing McLaughlin. Uh, he's been absolutely nasty for those last, like, 15 starts or something like that. And it's a little tune-up for him. Boz, who I don't think we've seen, and I think he's got some gross stuff. And then it says they have Waka lined up for the last day, but Fangraphs also says we have Severino lined up to start the last day. So. No, I think they announced that it's Waka somewhere. And that Waka was just, like, dealing. Either no, either no zero hits through five, and they pulled him. Yeah. Because we're the Rays. We're the Rays. Um, Johnny Laza deserves a shout-out. We mentioned him. Uh, day off the IL. He's pitching in high leverage. He looked good. 12-pitch inning. Um, again, game-changing stuff. Yankees formula stuff. So that's pretty huge. Mike King continues to look really good. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where he slots in. 
to a potential playoff series. Fireman. Yeah. I mean, it's just with the Yankees' depth now, I mean, Severino, Clay, Chad, Johnny, Chappie. He's probably jumped Wandy. Oh, I think he's he's first out. Yeah, it's just I think it's got to be surprisingly early. I mean, the Yankees have not for the wild card game. I don't think right, not but, the wild card game. But it, even if they hit a five game set, like you know, it's almost got to be third inning. Well, you can't use the top four every night. You got to win. You got to be up by four runs sometimes, down by a couple. Yeah. But then there's off days this postseason, too, so you're going to have two on, off, two on, off. Um, but he's looked – Kinger's looked gross. And if you don't use him there, if the starter goes five, six innings and you go to the the daggers, then he's your extra inning guy at some point. That's true. That's true. Um, waiter comes in. We'll see what's going on with DJ. DJ's got hip stuff. He got pilled midway through this game. Yeah. Um, Gallo subbed in late after he doesn't start with forearm stuff. So he should be back. If DJ's out, is it Odor at third or is it Wade at short, Geo at third? It should be Wade at short, Geo at third, but they're going to go Odor because they love Wade off the bench. They love Wade off the bench or, hey, is Velasquez going to get the call? Who's traveling with the team and right now it's a three-man bench. You would have thought they'd do Tyone and get him up there. Yeah, he should. He, they probably need a more than a three man bench. So yes, they'll probably get the call. Yeah, but it was odd they didn't IL Tyone, and that's why that Heaney they convinced him to just get optioned, right? Because they were like, "Hey, if Tyone has a bad next two days, you're right back with us." Yeah. So just go to Tampa and. Do this and this. Yeah, and I guess maybe for today they said they weren't going to use Velasquez, so they might as well add Albert Abreu. It's probably one like they probably just annoying travel for him. Or is he with them? He's with them. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe they really Abreu was ten day rule stuff, so it would allow him to come back earlier. Jamo, I think they're saying. Oh, I love that. If that's the way they snuck Abreu on uh, before the ten days. And now he can be there, and they could IL Tyone for Velasquez or something yeah. like that. I think they're prob. I would assume they're saving either Jamo's going to pitch that last game, or if he can't go, then it's that Haney that air it out. I mean, that last game might be uh, like it might be important, might not be important. If it's not important, I don't. I it might be heel starting yeah. with like. Wandy and Litke going, and well, the other thing is, Jamo might want that for sixty bullets to see if he's got any. That might be his last shot to like be a part of the Yankees this year. Yeah, you know, we'll see. What was it in uh, in twenty eighteen? Mm. Didn't they have like it wasn't it like a chance at it was like a. Yes. Before the wild card, it was like nobody. And they could have got their 101st win. It was, yeah, it was Sessa, then Robertson. So that's like one inning of work for him. Right. Uh, two outs. Loisega, and he, he wasn't anything at the time. Sheffield, Tarpley, Cole, Adams. So that's what they did the last time 
They had a meaningless 162 before wildcard game. They didn't throw any high mm-hmm. level. David Robertson wanted a day. I'm guessing it's their call, but they didn't throw anyone else. So if Sunday does not matter, I would guess it's – and Tyone could fit that bill if he just wants right. to work. But then after that, like, I would expect, like, it's none of the top-tier relievers, so you have to get him in. Litke. Yeah, Litke, Wandy, Joelli. They could get work. Yeah. But it's but I'm again, my point is it's a nice very nice convenience. So win game win tomorrow. Win tomorrow. Win everybody else lose. Win for Bronxy. Can I ask you who the other teams are playing before we go? Yeah, so Boston's playing at Washington. And uh, now Orioles are going to Toronto. Orioles are going to Toronto. So um, Orioles have been a wrecking crew. Orioles have been a little pesky. I mean, here's my thing. Toronto in their lineup against Baltimore in Toronto. I mean, that that just feels like three wins. I mean, baseball happens, and we just saw Boston lose two out of three, so we'll see. At Washington for Boston, I think that's a little difficult. Washington's throwing some young pitchers, a couple with talent. Uh, Josiah Gray. The the big piece in the Scherzer Turner trade gets a start. Um, he's not having a great year, but he, he's got talent. Um, and then Rogers, who's pitching before him, he's been good, and that's at Washington. And then Seattle. Despite all of it, the Seattle Mariners are playing at home, and their their stadium has had a little juice the past couple days. They've won four in a row, nine of their last ten. They play the Angels without Trout, Rendon, and Otani's not pitching. He will hit. Um, Seattle's got a really good chance to sweep. And they are tied dead heat with the Boston Red Sox, 89 and 70. Mm. I think the Orioles get one game. Funny that the Orioles Twitter account now is just going to use all the same gifts, but change out the Toronto for the Red Sox. That's funny. Use the good stuff. Play your hits. You know. Oh man, no love for Guardy. He's been awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, big two out hit uh, to score Glaber when they were getting Damn. no hit and all that in game uh, two, I believe it was, and then he had uh, Homer today. A homer today, so. I don't know what his numbers of late are looking like, but his at-bats have been good lately. And there was a, uh, I think he had an interview with Meredith where they were talking about his, how he's having a good second half, and he's like, well, yeah, I had a bad first half. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Duh. Um, That's how you rectify that situation. I wonder what his pitcher's, Pitches per plate appearance numbers are mm. Gardner because he's usually uh, top top dog. Brett Gardner has three months this year with an OPS in the eights: June, August, and September. Any of those like really little games? No, no. Brett Gardner doesn't miss games. He has pitches seen 
per plate appearance. Let me see this. Because he doesn't, he has not qualified, but he's averaging four, five, six, mm. which I think might be highest of anyone who has as many plate appearances as him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you drop the minimum to 440 plate appearances, I think he would have the most pitches seen per plate appearance in MLB, which is pretty wild that he still brings that skill set because it doesn't always feel like it. Right. But I'm scrolling through it right now, and I think no one else is in the four fours. And by the way, and, you know. Yes. So he'd be the most. Holy shit, dude. That's pretty cool. No one else is in the four fours. He's at four, five, six pitches per plate appearance. Um, You have to go down to someone like a pitcher that has like two at bats and work two full counts to find someone that sees more pitches per plate appearance than Gardner. In the postseason, that is a huge skill. If Gardy can put together three at-bats and see 15 pitches in the postseason, and especially if we get to a long series, it's a huge skill. And you, uh, you know, go check our PPP, probably clip it out. You know who played the most games in outfield for the Yankees this year? Brett Gardner. 38-year-old Brett Gardner. Madison Baumgartner is the... <laughs> is one of the only people that has more than 40 plate appearances that has a higher pitches per, 4.65. Gardner is the highest in all of baseball out of out of hitters. It's only, like, you know, people with 10 pitchers or 10 or less. Highest pitches per plate appearance. I know a lot of people scoff at that. In the postseason, if you can bring defense, some speed on the bases, and that. Good at-bats. That's uh. Valuable. Shit, it's cool. All right. I think that's the episode then. We will be back tomorrow on YouTube, and uh, it's a separate podcast feed if you don't listen to it. But the pregame show. Well, are you not doing it? Are we just going to text it? I won't be here if you guys want to. But Yeah, I guess we're, we'll just do a video, I guess. So I lied video off the I- bat. Nothing. Pre-game show. We'll make our picks. I'll tweet out a video or tweet out the picks. Uh, and then we'll be back Sunday. Sunday, if there's any games that matter at all, not just the Yankees game, um, I'm hoping it doesn't matter. But if there's any games that matter, Jake and I will be on the recliners in the office on the Talking Baseball YouTube channel, just kind of flipping around, watching and reacting to what's going on in the league. So join us for that. Monday night, the day before the wild card game, we have a very special live stream. And mm. It's a seven-game series of our own, me versus Jake, in a in a table game called Beanho. Mm. So you're going to want to check that out on John Boy and Jake TV. Uh, at like 7 o'clock Monday night. And then once the playoffs start, whew, we're with you. Only disclaimer about Beanho. If there's a game 163, uh, I, would, I think probably going to watch yeah that. changes things a bit but and it, we'll, would, we'll but be it would be a day game talking so. yanks by the way we're gonna be here sunday uh end of series yeah after end of series sunday, after recap yeah. all the normal yeah. stuff there but yeah we're gonna have we're every day soon if you're looking for content we got gotcha. you yeah
All right. See you guys. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>